up to the boys. Fox and Shane, set your minds free, no locks and chains. Do what you love, roll the dice. 50 50, we cold as ice. One thing cold, but the pillow time red. Hey, what's going on, guys? You have tuned in to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly tabletop podcast. I am Shane, joined by Fox. Howdy, friends. And, of course, we've got Churchy. How you going, guys? Without the Churchy cam today because he couldn't be bothered. Didn't know how Apparently. to plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> he is there. Trust us. He is there. You have to in, take his word for it, literally. Yep. That's the only way you can... Anyway. Um, <clears throat> today, we are... I guess we're throwing it back a little bit. We're looking at an older episode we've done way back in Season 1. Yeah. Talking about our local scene. Yeah, so in... The 28th, on the 28th of February, yep, 2020, mm. which was a millennia ago. It's at least two and a half years ago. At least, give or take. Yep. We did an episode called Our Local Scene and the Summer Smash. Um, and we, we thought it'd be interesting to, interesting, interesting to go back, listen to uh, ourselves. Yep. Which is odd. It's a yeah. strange thing to do. Why would anyone want to do that? And we, on this episode, are going to talk about, we'll do a little bit of a recap of what the things we said on that. We're yep. going to talk a little bit about building a community. Yep. And also what our local scene looks like now. Yeah. Compared to last time. But if you're new here, we do episodes every Sunday. Every Sunday. So you can check those out wherever you found this one. We also have a Discord. All the links to everything you'll ever need is on hobbyhomies.com. Suss that out. Yep. So let's cast our minds back. To 2020. Way, way back machine. We had only just started this podcast. This was episode number nine, episode like you mentioned. number nine. We've, we've recorded our first two episodes on the same day. So, fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> it was like 45 degrees as well. We nearly died. Yeah. Yeah. We did this one uh, two months after that. Yeah. So, we'd only been podcasting for a couple months. It By was then, garbage. we were seasoned experts. After, oh. eight, after eight, eight episodes, anyone's a podcasting god. I think so. Yeah. And I think we knew we hit god status and we're on to something big. Yeah, we had like... Uh, maybe three followers. Man. Final dinosaur was probably one of them. Final and test, test. Maybe. yeah, yeah, and Churchy, <laughs> Churchy, yep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so mm. that was basically our pinnacle, and it all yeah, we were just downhill from there. Plateaued from there. <laughs> um, some things that happened. Yep. Well, we were we were joking about this before the show, but the when we were listening to ourselves talk on that episode, those two dumbasses had no idea what was about to happen. They were about to just be absolutely felt up by the world and by COVID. Yeah. We yeah. were still recording in a studio. The idea of quarantine and whatever else. It's like from a sci-fi movie. Yeah, legit. What is this? If you Stalker? had a told, told them yep. what was about to happen, yep. there's no way. <laughs> you would have loved Not it. Not in Australia, mate. You would have been like, please, 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 bug out bag. Come be relevant. True. Doomsday prepping. It's here. Finally. <laughs> My life has meaning. <laughs> But alas, you were just trapped indoors for ages yep. with a bug out bag. Yep. But also- I wasn't allowed to bug out. <laughs> you weren't allowed to. <laughs> Never took that into account, did you? <laughs> I got my bug out bag. Hopefully no one tells me I can't. <laughs> yeah, you're in the- Andrews, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Talking to you, Shane. Yeah, Shane, you put that bug put that out bag, bag down. Put that bag the shelf. That's useless to you. Yeah, yeah. So that was- Man, that was so long ago. I can't believe it. And like to think like that was- By then, we'd been hobbying for a while. Yeah, we had. A little while, a few years, you know. Yeah. And like our local scene consisted 
Well, up until then, it consisted of my kitchen table and my garage. Correct. In Lara. We had joined a bunch of Facebook groups. Yeah. And we were aware of things happening at our local stores. Yeah. But really, we weren't super involved in the scenes. I don't know why we thought we would do an episode on local scene. I think what yeah. we thought a local scene was back then yep. is very different to what we know it to be now. Absolutely. Yeah. We thought then it was what happens in my store. Yep. Yep. In our store, in our town. Yep. And that was- When I'm that, in there. <laughs> and the, yeah. When we were in there, that was our GW store. Mm. And it was like the things that we're interested in, not even like the Age of Sigma side of things. Yeah, exactly. It was like what's happening for 40K in the GW store in Geelong. We also at that time probably didn't have a full scope of what games were actually out there oh, outside of man. Games Workshop ones. I reckon we couldn't have named 10 between us. No way. No way. Now I can we name can name 11 between us. Between us. <laughs> <laughs> if we're lucky. Yeah. Um, it was funny yeah. listening back to the episode because at the time you had just played a Flames of War game at, in Guff Werribee. Had I really? You had. You, te- you teed out. up a game with uh, a random Complete bloke. random. I've never seen him again. Lockie, his name was actually, now that yes, I'm remembering. Yes, yes. I, I can't forget him. Yeah, yeah. Far out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I um, was listening and I was like, that's so strange because yep. that would have been like, I feel like that's the first time A, you played a game <laughs> that wasn't a GW game mm. and B, teed up a game with a random Ah, no. Oh. I have met with random men for games before. Uh, well, can we keep it wargaming <laughs> theme? Because this is a tabletop podcast. So oh, okay, never mind. I don't want to know about your tabletop. It was actually Lockie from Target Acquired. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, Where'd you play? Reached out. 40K. Oh, there you go. Reached out on the old Facebook. He invited me over to his hi, house. Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, can I come over to a strange man to play, play games? <laughs> There's other strange men there too playing games. Oh, really? Yeah, it was full on game fest. And that's when you knew. That's when I knew. 40K yep. was... For me. <laughs> um, and I was, uh, speaking of 40K, mm. I was, I just pulled out one of the many armies of Tyranids that I'd had. Um, third or second iteration? Oh, who knows? Third, probably at least Yeah, third. probably third, yeah. yeah. No, that's probably accurate. <laughs> I would say third. Yeah. And I was building a list to be able to play in the 40K League, which oh, was what yeah. Dave and Lockie had started up, which yep. was weekly games from the Geelong locals. Yep. It was about 22 players. The concept of it was great. The downside was we were about to get smacked in the face with COVID. We were about to just absolutely get beaten, like, like beaten, beaten in the street. Yeah. 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 Beaten in the street. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's By happened to me before. Many COVIDs. Oh, right. COVIDs. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and that, I feel like that those two things kind of capture what our local scene was basically yep. this 40k league in geelong mm-hmm. and you teeing up games with strange men mm-hmm. uh of 40k <laughs> and or flames of war yeah yep. um because at the time it's probably the only stuff we owned yeah it would have been and like oh yeah pretty much maybe like bits and pieces of like random stuff for me yeah like, I think I owned some Seraphon by then. Yeah, I think so. Probably. Mm, we did yeah. talk a little bit on that episode about... Uh, go listen to it if you want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this isn't about that episode. This, this isn't, yeah. So <laughs> This is just a quick flashback. To summarize, we basically only played our games at Guff Werribee. Yep. All we knew was 40K and Games Workshop. Yeah. Yep. That's basically it. So, don't have to listen to the episode now. Fox just summed it all up. Bet that was more, <laughs> what I said was more interesting than the that hour long episode. Might have even been an hour twenty. So far out. How how far we've come. We keep our things tight. I think people still choose to listen to us. Thank you yes. for those listening. Thank we thank you. Thank you. 
it, it never ceases to amaze us, your tenacity. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> and your patience. Not. <laughs> so, yeah, like, and with our, our games workshop, Tunnel Blinders, vision. Tunnel vision. Yeah. It was basically, we were really un, like, unaware of everything else that was out there. Yeah, you definitely. Know, we were unaware of an infinity uh, and, and and all those solo games that we are growing to love these days. True. You know? Yeah. To be fair, a lot of games have come since those times. I think mm. maybe leading up to COVID and then COVID itself has brought out a lot more of the solo play. Um, yeah. But... Um, far out tabletop games in general boomed during covid yeah you know the hobby element of it to be able to do it at your own home yep um because everyone hoped it was going to end one day so at mm -hmm. least they could hobby and it wasn't for nothing uh yeah. they enjoyed the hobby aspect and then once they were done and we were let out we'd be able to play with all these beautiful painted armies at least that's what we all said to ourselves of to justify how many purchases absolutely during an economic crisis all of us have time to paint this <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we absolutely just, yeah yeah so Okay, so that was us back in 2020. Yeah. What do you think it takes to build a community these days? Yeah, that's great. We were talking about this loosely before the episode is that we had such a narrow view on what a scene was. Yeah. Now, it, a scene is just sort of one part of the full picture and the others is the other part is a community. Yeah. You yeah. know, it t all these games getting played in stores, for them to succeed, for that scene to boom... It requires that game to also have a, a, a deep community around it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what gets people playing regularly and new players coming in and finding games with people that are willing to teach them and building all that community stuff. Yeah, it's it's. there's a lot that goes in with that, you know, to, to, to be the guy. For instance, you want to be the guy or gal that starts a game at your local or your, your local get-together or your local friendly gaming store or whatever. Yeah. You've got to have um, patience, passion, mm and commitment that's it yeah like you said earlier you know you, you can't rock up twice yeah and then no one's playing or i, I won't bother anymore for sure it's more than that obviously you maybe have to bribe a friend or Definitely. kidnap someone first and then play games with them so people can see you playing playing yep. these games you yep. have to be like oh do i do i have to be the one that gets kidnapped that's it you know yeah but, be, um, be the kidnappee or the yeah. kidnapper yeah whatever helps the scene <laughs> that's right I, w I was thinking when we first started playing Test of Honor, you know, what does it take if I wanted to build this, the Test of Honor scene, the Test yeah. of Honor community, what would that look like if I drove it? And I, I probably came with, to those same conclusions that mm. I would have to be patient because I'd be rocking up every single week, yeah. uh, probably with the two armies on a table in a store, uh, probably put a Facebook ad on or something and yeah, just said- Yeah, that's the beauty of it you know come someone come throw dice and yep. there might be three or four weeks in a row where i'm just sort of standing there yeah yeah playing by myself yeah playing with myself <laughs> right in the store right that's in the middle how of the store. you get arrested yeah but you could be painting or you could be doing something or playing sure. something else but yeah absolutely like it takes that and it takes that passion like you have to you want to be the one that makes this game grow you know you have to be open to to everybody you have to be you know you can't discriminate against people like oh it's like i've played you in 40k i don't like playing you but mm. if they want to play the game that you want to play then you kind of have to play them right that's it and i i was i remember thinking am i prepared to do that mm. play against anybody um yeah even people that i know are just power gamers and would probably turn the game into something that was not an enjoyable version yeah but also is that you mentioned passion mm. do i have that kind of passion to be able to do that every week 
for the next six months to a year. Yeah, yeah. You know, because if I start going, oh, I'm not really feeling it anymore, and I'm the person that is trying to build that community. Yep, yep. It's just gonna peter off. It's gonna fizzle out. All my hard work is. Yep. Donezoed. Yep. Like we talk about communities around our local scenes, and I think I think without our local scenes and our communities, our hobby would just really struggle. It would be yeah. something that we probably do to ourselves. Yep. You know, at home, paint models by ourselves. Yeah. Have no reason to play games with them if there's, you know, if there isn't a, a local group that you can get together and have beer with or have a laugh with or whatever, have a yep. can of Coke or something, you know, if you don't drink. But, um, and with that community also helps, you know, people help each other. They share tips and tricks and, and stuff regarding hobby. Or, yeah or strategies for playing and stuff like that. There's so much more to your local than a whole bunch of people just playing games. That's it. We're all there for the same reason. Yeah. You know, in, in, in a way, like everyone should immediately connect with those kind of people, you know? Absolutely. And I I think I lost my trail of thought there for a second. I was like, Shane said, Shane said good thing. <laughs> Build on good thing. Good thing gone. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's no, also it's, a way to introduce people to new games. Yeah, having absolutely. A scene. You yeah. might be playing a game. Like I've been going down to the Westgate Wargaming Club lately and I've been playing um, One Page Rules, Grimdark Future. Yeah. And I've had a few people come over and be like, oh yeah, 40K, what's it? I'm like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. You won't believe this ain't 40K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it's not 40K. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you talk to them about it and you show them the rule book, which is, which is two pages. And then, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, get, get talking about it. I think communities and, and in turn the scenes around the game are like you said. Um, it's like this this all encompassing thing yeah. that brings new players in, keeps your passion for the game high. Yeah, gets more people playing. You playing it regularly because you're passionate and patient uh, has more chance of getting. So many people have joined games from walking past a game being played in the store. Yeah, and being like, "What's this? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've heard of that. I didn't know I had this unit. Yeah, it's a new faction or whatever. Yeah. How often do you guys play? Oh, we're here every week. Oh, sweet. They see you next week. Oh, yep. these guys here are here. You know. Yeah, yeah. And scenes and communities are built from that. Without that, your hobby and your wargaming would look like ours did for the better part of four years, three, yeah. four years, where it was I play you. Yep. You play me. Sometimes uh, you get Stewie involved. Yeah, maybe we'll rope play. Churchy in, Churchy. Blair, a couple yeah, mates yeah. that. Yep. We'll play if we have the list for them and tell yeah, them how to yeah. play. Yep. Um, but they're not going to go off and make their own list and buy their own models or whatever. Yeah. You know? So it would just be that. And it would be, it's so much more robust now that we can just be like, I saw this game online that I'm really enjoying. I like the look of it. Now let me go see if there's some people that would be interested in jumping in this in those already established communities that we're in, you know? Yeah. Yep. Or you just go to a local store and be like, hey, do you sell this? Because if stores sell it, then they probably are going to support it. So if you're like, you got a scene, you got people playing this game. Yep. Uh, anyway, I just find it so much more robust now in terms of what our hobby looks like compared to before we were embedded into these communities. Yeah, so yeah absolutely. I definitely rate and encourage everyone who's thinking, well, how do I build that community? How do I be that person? Yep. But also equally as valuable is just being embedded a into part one of, the of community. them. Yeah, that's right. You don't have to be the one that leads, the, you know, the charge on a particular game. You can just go to, you know, I mean, you might be lucky and there's clubs already running around you. Yeah. Um, in which case, you don't have to be the one that starts the clubs. Yeah. You can rock up, you know, on club night, which you can find out on Facebook and that's it. 
all those kind of pages these days. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, you know, you, you see what people are playing, put a post in there. It's quite daunting. I remember I posted in um, the Westgate Women Wargaming Club and I was like, who wants to play one-page rules? And I got like nothing for like a day. Wow. <laughs> I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> but then um, Michael messaged me and I was like, yeah. Not me, by no, the way. No, you. If Not people you. knew my cool name was Michael. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Good Michael. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, we've we've played there like maybe four or five times now. Yeah. Since then. Like, um, yeah. And it's just it's like it takes, you know, it takes a bit of, um, you know, you got to put yourself out there, you know, on the line. Um, and it can be quite daunting, especially, you know, some people struggle with that kind of thing. For sure. Um, I'm not really one to just go out and be like, hey, who wants to play this game? Like, I'm kind of a bit more reserved, you know, a bit more. Yeah you know, to myself. And I was like, bugger it. I like, I want to, you know, I just, I see all these clubs at a meeting and I want to do something like that. So I was like, yes, yeah, wait, let's do it. The best part about what you did is like, what's the downside? You have a bad experience with that person. You just don't play again. Yeah, exactly. You just yeah, don't play right. them again. Yeah, you just say, oh, well, you yeah. know, and like, you don't actively tear up a game with them again. That's right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. Yep. Yep. And best case, you make a friend yep. that you catch up with every week and play games with. Yeah. Drink beers. I think the mm. risk versus reward on that <laughs> scenario is awesome. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's difficult though too. On on the side of you know building a community and and being a solid part of that community, you've also got to be careful about there are people out there that intentionally or not da damage communities. You know, yeah. they, they they bring them down, and there's there's all kinds of ways they can do it by like jealousy or oh people aren't playing my game, you know. Sure, I, I don't want to play that. I want to play this, and everyone should play this because it's the best. Yeah, it's like well, hang on, people are playing what they want to play. You 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 have to either play what they want to play. Sure, you know, yeah, or find someone that wants to play with what you want to play. Yeah, that's a gr a, a great point you raise because I'm sure we can all probably think of what you would call. Uh, more toxic war gamers. Yeah, toxic's not the great word. A great word for it because it's not that intense, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it comes out of a, an attitude of loving war games, specifically Absolutely. the game they play. Maybe being very, very diehard of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it comes across as gatekeeping. Yeah. And how do you weed those people out, or mm. is it less about weeding them out and more about getting them to adapt or die? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I've got no idea no, what the answer is. No, that's and that's the difficult side of things. Like you can't be expected to be the one that that tells these people, that calls them out, you know, because it can it can create tension and drama and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and that's the last thing you want in your new community you're trying to build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, like it's 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 I guess it's the the other side of every coin. You know, yep. there, there's always going to be that kind of situation, and, and I'm sure it's the same in any hobby or any group. Yeah. There's always those those guys, right? Sure. You know, or like, girls, or girls, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but, yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, they might discriminate. Like I've talked to a couple of homies about um, their local group, and and they call it Manday, right? Right. Which I mean, straight off the bat, you go Manday. Okay, as a man, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's a day. It's a day that men get together and do men things, right? Sure. Sure. Um, in this instance, it's Manday is their gaming club day, right? Which on the on you know might be unintentionally discriminatory or whatever, yeah, definitely. but immediately to any females that might want to attend, it's kind of like ah oh, okay, yeah. does this mean I'm not allowed to go? You know, yeah, like yeah. I mean that's kind of the first thing that you immediately think, right? Yeah, you know, it's like girls' night. It's like most men will say, okay, it's yeah. girls' night. Yeah, I'm not going. Yeah, you know, there, but there's a there's a gym in Lara that's like every night is like uh, it's got 
women in the name okay. of like whatever they're doing. And I'm like, does this mean I can't go? Because it's really close. <laughs> <laughs> the prices yeah. are so good. Yeah. So yeah. I've walked past a few times. I'm like, it is entirely women. Maybe yeah. I can't go to that it's one. It's a gym, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, okay. No. And that's why I was like... I was so unsure because it was like, I think it's an like indie gym or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so I was yeah, like, yeah. the name is ambiguous, but yeah. the audience is obvious. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, he's out there again. Bring, yeah. the, bring the police. <laughs> yeah, they do come every time I'm out there. So I've uh, yeah. learned to run <laughs> or just not go to that gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so there's like that side of things as well. You know, it's like you need to be, you know, like open to, to growing your community. You can't. I mean, like I said, intentional or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very... You can't afford to be narrow. No. Or also, you probably can't even go into um, the attitude of building a community with a particular audience or idea of what that community is going to look like yep. in your head because though that kind of... Yeah, that's that's not going to be probably what it looks like. No, no. So I would say, yeah, like you said, be open. Yep. And get ready to <laughs> facilitate whatever strange humans come through your door. Yep. Because we yep. are strange humans. That's as war gamers. We all are. We like playing with small plastic toys that we painted under yep. a white light yep. for six hours per <laughs> mini. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I was um, talking to Tricky from Throw the Dice about um, just war gamers, and they've got this. We've got this interesting habit where we all want to be part of like we've all bought minis for a game hoping to play that game and in our head we're hoping that there's going to be a scene for that game and a good community for that game but we're not willing to drive it or really even be in it oh no so sort of just like on the outside just like i hope someone starts this and (laughs) i can just sort of show up and slide into an already booming scene yep yep and there's so many games that we were talking about where there's probably let's using the Geelong region there's probably 20 players that play this small game and if half of them showed up for a night it would yeah. be one of the bigger nights of the week right yeah yeah but they're all waiting for a scene to already exist as yep. opposed to if everyone just came with their minis and teed up a night starting the scene it would exist yeah, you yeah. know the yeah. thing stopping the people from having their ideal scene yep. is themselves yeah so I guess this episode has basically up until now just been encouragement to absolutely get in it. Yeah. If you get haven't got it. a scene going, just start one. Yeah. And I know like it sounds, saying it like that, it's like, oh, it's not that easy. No, it's not that easy. Mm. It will be hard work. Like we said, it will take passion, patience, passion and commitment. Um, but if you can start that scene, you know, you're going to be doing amazing things you're going to be connecting people that wouldn't have met otherwise yeah um and it could be an, an awesome night of the week for some and you'd be surprised how far one person with a passion about a game yep. can go yeah you, know, you don't need to be an expert in the rules you don't need to go out of your way to make a set night or anything like that you just show up every week with your miniatures put yep. a post on something be like hey guys i'm here I've got two armies keen to play with anyone that rolls in yeah yeah i'll be here all night or whatever yep. you know whatever yep. it looks like for you um yeah just get amongst it it'll be i, th- I feel like that's where wargaming is at now there's so many games yeah there's so many scenes not happening yep because we just are so hesitant to take the plunge so yep. it's yep. something i'm going to push myself to do this year once our second baby gets in more of a routine <laughs> is just to pick something i want to play yep even if no one else is doing it talk to the store owner and just be like hey is it okay if i come in with this stuff because especially if they don't sell it it's a little bit interesting they might you know you're bringing a foreign game in that they can't 
make money off. Yeah. Most store owners will be like, yeah, sure. But if you're talking about taking up a table every week, yeah. have that discussion with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important too. But yeah. yeah. Rolling back. Backpedaling. Backpedaling. Yep. We talked about what our scene looked two years ago. Yep. Our local scene looked like. Yeah. And basically we had no idea because we're so tunnel visioned on GW. That's right. <laughs> what it looks like now is a little bit different. Yeah. Tell me about actually. the Westgate Warwick Gamers Club, what yep. kind of stuff they play there, because that's kind of your local scene. It is. It is. I've been doing my best to get there every week. They meet on Thursdays at the moment um, at the Two Birds Brewery, Spotswood. Yeah. Um, they are playing every every week that I've been there, there's been tables playing Infinity, 30K, 40K, Warcry, wow. Underworlds, um, Gaslands. Far uh, out. I said Infinity, right? Malifaux. Yeah. Me and Michael have been keeping the uh, one-page rules. Alive. Grimdark Future. Banner held high. On life support. <laughs> On life support, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> Every time you go in, <laughs> let's play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It's me rubbing a D-flip by the audio, <laughs> for the audio people. That's it. They, knew, they got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Legion. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Legion's there. People like board games. People go there to paint. How many um, tables then are taken up with... War games. Oh man, there's a, there's always four six by four set up, right? And then there's a, and then there's a, a smattering of other tables where they're playing smaller games. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sometimes cool. there's five, five or six six by fours. Yeah, it's it, the first time I was there. I was like, far out. Yeah, my like kill team here. People, they play awesome. everything. Yeah, I suppose that's a benefit of like it being once a week. Yeah, you know, it's all compressed into this one night. Everyone knows how hey, taken told the miss. Oh, we're setting a night. You don't have to go on yeah. Facebook or whatever. You just be like, hey, I'm showing up for Thursday night kill team yeah and the same four lads i play with will be there yep. so yep that's very cool yeah um there's also another wargaming club which i'm actually going to tomorrow in flemington called warplings right they, they have um it's it's there this is is being running for far longer yeah um and it is it's a lot bigger but theirs is at a it's at a hall or, or it might be a i think it's like a church hall they hire sure um and they have a lot more tables running yeah um and but and they have a larger one-page rules scene yeah so i go in there to play one page rules very cool Tomorrow so you see a few tables of it instead yeah. of just your table interesting yeah yeah, yeah look forward to it you're a good point that i was just thinking of you know gaming clubs like the ones you're attending that used to be the only way this was really done because oh and apart from your games workshop stores yeah. your locals yeah. because you know it was probably a less viable business being a true tabletop gaming store absolutely as it have, is now yeah you had to have like other hobbies or games or cards or something yeah to keep you afloat probably just had a couple of tables at the back and yeah it wasn't wasn't your main drive so nope. in the last five years it's probably only been that these stores can well probably last decade i should say because yeah. we've been doing this for longer than five years yeah yeah so yeah that's interesting because wargaming clubs i remember when i was growing up that was the only way you'd play really yep. it was just to find one of these local clubs pre-facebook was insanely difficult so oh, i couldn't couldn't even imagine pre-facebook we are so lucky to have um a resource like that and the internet in general in yeah. our hobby um finding games is just so easy nowadays you don't have to go and put put an ad in the white pages no nope, stick a you have to go around sticking posters on like telephone poles yeah sure yeah. we should do that for a meme <laughs> we should um and the local scene uh down my end yeah which is basically throw the dice is where i throw my dice yep um and what i love is the games there are not the games that you would think if you had to pick a store and just be like what do you reckon their top four games are or yep. their number one game you'd be like oh you know 40k heresy and maybe age of sigma yeah, yeah maybe some small stuff maybe like a bit of infinity a bit of this yep 
Um, the number one game in that store, like the biggest scene and community, is actually Blood Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yep. Tonight they've got eighteen players. Fire out! Just for a it's Blood Bowl night. Yeah, yeah, yep. you know, nice. which is which is wild. That's like that kind of number is like tournament level. That's right. You know, yeah, they've got a tournament soon that's like thirty players or something. But yep. you're right, you could just be like, hey guys, there's enough of us tonight. Y'all want to run a mini <laughs> round robin or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yep. is amazing because like the store would. That would fill every table, I feel like. Yep. I reckon I, I reckon you could even have people in his little RPG room. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's full full house. And that kind of scene as well is just like a snowball too because someone yep. rocks into that and the water wall of that store is Blood Bowl. Yeah, People yeah. are like, well, I'm, well, playing I'm playing Blood, Blood Bowl, Bowl Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's ideal. And the second, sort of the second fiddle game at the moment, the one that Tricky himself is pushing a lot and yep. a lot of players are getting into is Kings of War. Yeah, right, okay. So the other night I just looked and there was like, I think six to eight, there might've been eight players playing that yep. just on Kings of War night or on a random Tuesday night or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, eight players for Kings of War out of nowhere. Yep. So they're, they're actually also into it. That Australia didn't have a t- team to represent them at the Spain world, whatever it is. Kings of War. Kings of War. Wow, there's like a world tournament? Yeah. yeah. Fire out. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. And someone has to be the king of the war. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So I think they're all getting ready to try and like, they're taking it semi-competitive and they're gearing up for that, trying to make the Australians, I don't know much about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So yeah, number one game is Blood Bowl, number two is Kings of War. Yeah. I love that. And then so, and then there's this bulkhead of games that sort of rotate around and that's 40K, Lord of the Rings, Infinity and Star Wars Legion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, those games all sort of ebb and flow. They've got a lot of crossover in communities. So it's like some months, there's a new release for one of them and that's the one that's vibing. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah. So it's a very cool scene because I have all of those games except for Blood Bowl and Lord of the Rings. So Yeah, yeah. But I just like the fact that I can grab my Infinity and there's always someone playing. Yep. So it's very cool. Um, And it's also grown because when we first did this episode all those years ago, literally years ago, yeah, it, Tricky was in a tiny store, smaller or the same size as our studio. Oh, man, I reckon it'd be smaller. Yeah. And now he's in a much bigger place. It's like the size of a house. That can hold 18 Blood Bowl players this very night that we're recording. Yeah. Or yeah. with as well as all of his retail stuff and RPG room. Yep. So that's been cool to watch grow. So Yeah, it's awesome. So that's what our scenes look like now. Mm-hmm. That's what they look like all the way back when. And... And that's, that's what you can do to yeah. prop your scene up and build it. And if not build it, be a value member of it. That's it. And both are just as important. Yep. If you've got something and you're hoping to see that scene succeed, be the change you want to see. <laughs> it's a cliche, but it's true. It's true. It's true. It's very true. That's why cliches are cliches, right? Because they're usually true. You, most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you yes. for giving us your earballs and listening to us reminisce about pre-COVID times. Mm. What a world it was. It it was. It was. But actually coming out the other side of it, as we've learned, and embedding ourselves more into the communities, there's so much more in store for you once you just creep out of your own little friend group for your game and just take it that step further. You've got that that one game that you play, you're under that rock, just peep out. The the world's pretty green out there. Yeah. Some games. Some some games games to to be played. Yeah. 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 And we'll have to see you there. And communities don't just exist. In those stores. No. There's a dope one in our Discord. Hell yeah. Come in there, be a member. We've got lots of hobby homies in there. 
It's super active. Too active something. No, that's a lie. It's never too active. I no. checked it today after a long day of work and all the channels were like white. Oh, I was it's like, so good to see, isn't it? Here we go. <laughs> Time to start scrolling. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we would love to see you there. Again, links on hobbyhomies.com. That's it. Massive thank you to all our patrons. We, we wouldn't do this without you guys. Um, uh, yeah. To, for, a little, for as little as two bucks a month, you can get early access to all of our videos, most of our videos, most of our videos. <laughs> entries to our giveaways, shout outs and stuff like that in our videos. So dope. yeah, massive Ooh. shout out to Burnsy, Whack, Final Dinosaur, MJ, Lethal Moose, Penny, Gridlock, Battle Maps Jack, and Test the Duck Egg Green Lawmaster. We got Elko, Churchy, thanks Churchy, Rad, Ollie, Hawkers, Agro, Bravo 14, and Big Roach. Your legends, your continued support keeps lights on, cameras rolling, and smiles on our dials. <laughs> <laughs> Love y'all. See you soon. Hey, Ru. Woo! Big up to the boys. Fox and Shane. Set your minds free, no lock.